This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we're recapping the IRA National Championships for the men's rowing team. And we're chatting with Director of Athletics, Jason Fine, about his first year on the job. That's coming up on the season finale of the Bates Bobcast. The men's rowing team competed in the 116th annual IRA National Championship Regatta over the weekend. For the first time in program history, Bates got to toe the line with Harvard, Yale, Washington, and the rest of the heavyweights of collegiate rowing. On the first day, the second varsity eight finished fourth in its heat, defeating Stanford and St. Joseph's University in the process. Senior captain Kyle Schleter joined the Bobcast after the first day of racing concluded. We had faced St. Joe's earlier in the year, and, uh, you know, we had, we had pulled out ahead of them, um, you know, being in that lineup really for the first time ever. And then we knew we had gained speed over the course of the year, so it was really nice to see how far ahead we could push, push them. And we knew Stanford had just beaten Hobart a few weeks before NIRCs, and so that was really our goal was to get past Stanford and, and in the last 500 seeing ourselves pretty far ahead of them was a really exhilarating moment for sure quite the wait between races is this typical for a regatta you go to during the season yeah it is and it, we would have had a longer period of time but because of the weather conditions they condensed mm-hmm. the uh, the heats and, and whatnot to to become closer so in rowing you do do a lot of sitting around and, and it, it really sucks when there's heat but Right. It's it's you know the mental stamina and the physical stamina and that's what separates good crews from the best crews. So, what's your approach during that long break in terms of getting prepared for the next race? It's really about hydration and really staying out of the sun. You don't really realize how much the sun bakes out of you until you get on the race course and you take your first few strokes. But the uh, sun can really really take it out of you. So it's just a matter of staying out of the sun, drinking a lot of water, and, and eating the right types of fuel that you need to to keep the muscles going. Obviously, you're racing against, you know, the elite, the best of the best, if you will. What's your impression so far of the competition? You know, we thought we were fast, but <laughs> it's it's really, it's crazy to look over and see our, our 1V getting beaten by some of these guys, considering, you know, we all year haven't seen them being beaten by anybody. Uh, you know, but we knew that coming in, and we know what our place here. We know our competition and how good these guys are and sort of the recruiting uh sources and pools that the bigger schools like Washington and UCAL really get and they really can grab some of the bigger guys you know really from foreign countries too so you know we look over and we see these big 6-8 guys and whatnot and um, you know we just try and do the best with what we have and we really have done an amazing job of just getting here and, and, and seeing what we can do so it's been a great, great first day for sure, and we know exactly where we are, and this is kind of where we expected to be, and we haven't really lost anything or gained anything, and that's really the nice part is we're the underdogs in this, so we kind of have a, a little bit of control in where what we can do and how much we can mess up other people's weekends. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you're a senior in a boat. Uh, some younger guys in it, right? So, and you're a captain. So, mm-hmm. what do you view your role in the boat, kind of? Well, as a senior, the only senior in the second varsity mm-hmm. eight, and having two freshmen, two novice rowers, actually, they just started this year and they've, they've made extreme strides. Um, and having uh, mostly juniors and a few sophomores, um, I sit more in a leadership role or. Our coach has now called us mentors, which I like a little bit better. Um, you can really bestow some some knowledge that you've learned over their four years or over your whole rowing career, actually, and give them some tips and focus points on, on what you need to do and what you need to accomplish and what you need to focus on to really uh, set yourself up for success. And um, I like that position personally. And being in a stroke seat, you kind of – Everyone kind of looks towards you, not only just because everyone's sitting behind you, but um, they look to you to set the pace and to make the right calls with the coxswain if need be. And, um, you know, I can tell that all the guys are really in it together, but they all really look up to me, which is which is a very special position to be in. You know, it's funny you mentioned that you're a senior. I mentioned that you're a senior, but you're really not a senior. You graduated on Sunday. Yeah. Was, was it, is it weird competing <laughs> after you've graduated? It's that, you know, I'm... <laughs> A proud Bates alum, I guess, yeah. you know, <laughs> but it's actually really nice because there's a lot of weight off your shoulders. You don't have to worry about, you know, a bunch of commencement commitments and things like that. You can just focus on your rowing. And we've never been in a situation like this. No Bates boat's ever made it this far uh, on the men's side. So this is really uncharted waters and uh, having, having graduation out of the way, having school kind of behind you is, it's really nice to just go in and, you know, gather yourself and just focus on what needs to be done on these this weekend so excellent kyle schlater thanks so much absolutely thanks aaron both bates crews competed in their respective cd semifinals on saturday with the first varsity eight finishing ahead of uc san diego and the second varsity eight out racing st joseph's once again and florida tech as well the second varsity eight qualified for sunday's third level final while the first Varsity 8 was set to compete in the fourth-level final. Unfortunately, rough conditions on Mercer Lake caused the cancellation of the remaining races. Senior Josh Belchek on the anticlimactic finish. It still feels a little surreal. Obviously, we're really disappointed not to be able to get to race and show our stuff. And, uh, you know, our goal was to win the fourth final, and we were sad. And for the 2V to do as well as they could in the third final, um, maybe win that too. And so to not be able to show up and do that and prove our speed um, is a little disappointing. But again, just being here is incredible. Fellow senior Roddy Pratt sees a learning opportunity for the younger rowers from this year's first ever trip to IRAs. So what I'm hoping for the guys next year is that um, this is a reality check for them. I, I really hope they return and that through the through November, through December, through January, they're keeping it in their heads that if they want to be competitive at this regatta, they have to train to do that all year long. That's the only way that'll work. And head coach Peter Steenstra sums up the season. Fantastic year. This is uh, the greatest year, uh, spring season for Bates rowing history. And uh, on top of that, a great fall result with the Charles boat, both on the men's and the women's side. So it, there's no question that 17-18 is a, is a year that's going to go down in, in history for us. Bates College achieved the third best finish in school history in the final Learfield Directors' Cup Division Three standings. 2017-2018, announced Thursday by the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletics. Bates finished 32nd out of 451 Division III institutions across the country. 
The college's three best finishes in the Director's Cup have come in the last four years. It's only appropriate that we conclude this episode of the Bobcast by interviewing Bates College Director of Athletics, Jason Fine. He joined us on the phone as he made his way to the NESCAC meetings and talked about the football coaching search, his first year at the helm, and more. Your first year as a director of athletics here, first of all, just wanted to know your general thoughts on how the year went, maybe what some lessons you learned uh, your first year with Bates and first year in the NETSCAC on top of that. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Aaron. I really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, it's been a really, really great first year. It's been a whirlwind. Um, time has kind of flown by and certainly, uh, you know, probably saved the best for last with our, with our rowing championship. Super happy about that and the way that the folks finished up. But, um, you know, the first year was really about kind of getting to know people, listening around campus, and kind of doing a little bit of a listening tour. And, and we we made some changes. We, uh, you know, had some longtime staff people, uh, you know, leave us this year, as you know. So uh, so we just completed a couple searches, and uh, we've got a new senior associate AD starting. We've got a new assistant AD who's going to um, really take our, our club sports program and facility management, um, you know, to new levels there. Uh, sports medicine, new director coming in. Um, on that side and, and uh, adding a couple of new athletic trainers as well. And then just kind of getting policies and procedures done and, and um, lots, of, lots of things that kind of set us up for the future. So it's been a really good year. Yeah, you touched on a couple of hires that were recently announced uh, by, the, by Bates, including Celine Cunningham, new Senior Associate Director of Athletics and Senior Woman Administrator. Obviously, Sue Harriman filled that role previously before getting an athletic director job in, in California. So what can you tell us about Celine and what she's going to bring to the table here for Bates? Yeah, well, she certainly had uh, big shoes to fill, and uh, obviously, um, you know, Liz and Sue, and they were happy for her and her new role. And, uh, yeah, we were able to get Celine. She came from... Uh, Stevens down in, in Hoboken. Uh, she's uh, been successful as a coach and as an administrator, and uh, she's going to handle our compliance, handle uh, you know some sport oversight, and kind of day-to-day operations um, as we uh, kind of divide and conquer uh, in this new phase that we're going into. Obviously, we want to try and raise a, a whole bunch of money so we can hopefully build a new facility here, and uh, being in the capital campaign, part of what we're going to do is be uh, out on the road raising money so that'll it'll help us uh, you know have someone uh, kind of on the home front at times and also on the road at times uh, and be able to uh, engage with our current coaching staff and obviously as a as a former coach is going to relate really well to them and also with uh, with alums and parents I think as well was that one of the things that appealed to you in the in the search committee was the fact that she is a former coach yeah I, I would say so. I think that anytime you have somebody who's uh, who's done the role that, uh, you know, the folks that they're going to be working with um, have done, I think, is definitely an advantage. So uh, the fact that she sat in that chair as a head coach and a successful one at that is going to be a great resource for our coaches. All right, and then Scott Lehman, the other hire recently, assistant athletic director for facilities and club sports. Uh, what, are your, what are some things you're looking for Scott to come in and do right away here? Yeah, Scott uh, brings us some great experience from, from his previous uh, role down at Towson. Um, and, and experience in both the facilities management side as well as with the, uh, being on board as a new facility is being opened. And we hope that with our fundraising uh, well underway that, that we'll be able to utilize them in that role as well, but also with our club sport program um, as we, we look to kind of give them more support um, and also kind of unify the club sports under one umbrella uh, here at Bates. I think it's going to be important to have somebody that can help oversee that on a day-to-day basis, and Scott has experience in that area as well. Terrific. And then, obviously, we've already made some upgrades in facilities in terms of the new court for Alumni Gym. How did that all come about, and how excited are you to see that in action this upcoming winter? Oh, I mean, I think we're all super excited about it. You know, we started 
um, with alumni gym, uh, you know, started by, by redoing the Thompson room up above where we do functions and meetings and things like that. And then uh, once the season was over, we were able to start uh, on the floor. It was, well, it was long overdue. I think everybody knew that. Um, and, and, you know, we want to give our student-athletes the best possible experience that we can, and, and having, you know, better facilities is certainly a piece of that. So um, it was time had come for a new floor, new bleachers. We wanted to maintain kind of the aesthetic and the, and the history and the feel of the old alumni gym. So, um, so the floor is, is really a, a throwback and a classy look, and, and we have wood, new brand-new wood bleachers coming in that will also uh, kind of have that historical look to them. So, um, yeah, everything is just about done on that respect and we'll have some, some camps in there to test it out this uh, summer as well as um, you know the ever popular uh, Bates Dance Festival and then this fall the students will be have a chance to play on it. Yep we'll have volleyball playing on it and then basketball in the winter and then now the reason why you're on the phone with us right now is you are on the road you are headed to the NESCAC meetings what are some of your goals at these meetings what are you expecting to talk about and everything? Uh, well this is kind of our year end wrap up but uh, there's actually a lot of things on the table right now as far as just scheduling with with all the teams you know the, the NESCAC has uh has had a, a, a kind of a bit of a turnover in, in presidents and the ad's the last uh, year or two so um we're all still kind of getting to know each other and and see what uh, what we can all do to help support each other um being as like-minded as we are as, as institutions but um also you know some things from from bates you know perspective that uh, you know we want to kind of try to advocate for um, when it comes to, you know, the, the rotations of football schedules or how things work with, with a softball schedule. Because of our NESCAC rules, there's, you know, we have different break periods than the other schools, but we have certain rules that kind of bind us together that maybe put us at a little bit of a disadvantage. So, so there's a lot, you know, it's kind of like voting that goes on and, and, um, and then also some professional development things. So we'll be up there for a couple of days. And, and uh, you know, I think this year has been a lot about not only learning Bates, but learning the ropes of the NESCAC and looking forward to, uh, to continue to do that so that we can kind of put Bates in the best position to be successful in the conference going forward. Excellent. And even though the sports have all wrapped up with uh, the, both rowing teams completing their seasons, obviously on, on a high note, certainly in terms of uh, what they've done, uh, it's still a very busy time because the, I know the search is on for a new head football coach here at Bates. Bates has not conducted a search for a head football coach for 20 years. And so, you know, when you're, when you're doing this search, what are some main things you're looking at, at least from your perspective? It's, uh, it's been a long time, and obviously trying to replace uh, Coach Harriman is, is not an easy task, but we are well underway with that. You know, I think um, obviously getting someone who understands what it means to coach in the NESCAC and understands what it means to be at a, a school with high, you know, academically achieving student-athletes as well as, um, you know, folks that have other pursuits outside of athletics and academics, you know, um, is important, you know, the well-rounded student-athlete um, that we look to educate. But I think also just someone who, who understands team culture and being part of a team with, you know, with 30 other coaches that are, that are here and their programs and wanting to integrate football um, the way Coach Harriman did into the fabric of the campus and the fabric of the Lewis and Auburn community um, and, and, and have good citizens um, that, that represent Bates well on the field. Um, and, you know, I think if we do that, you know, we, we're, we're going to try and push some support to the program as, as best we can and hopefully – um, you know, we'd love to continue our our success in the CBB, but we certainly want to also look for success uh, in the greater conference as well. So, um, yeah, it's it's underway right now, and uh, we're hoping to have somebody sooner rather than later here, so that our our students can look forward to the fall. 
I'm curious. I mean, this is what I believe this is your first coaching search in terms of a football coach in your career, right? I mean, how's, how's it going so far? What are you learning from it? Yeah, it, it is. And, um, you know, if you would have asked me would I want that to be my first one, I probably would have said no. <laughs> so maybe we would, we'd have a couple of years before we did it. But, um, but be, be that as it may, you know, you never know what's, what's going to uh, come at you in this profession. And, and uh, it's, been, it's been very interesting. Um, the things that I think that I've, that I've learned, number one, is that the coaching world, especially in football, even more so than some other sports, is a really, really small, tight-knit community um you know obviously confidentiality is important when, when you try to do any search but so keeping that um keeping that primary as a focus is is important um so yeah it's definitely a small world they, they all seem to know each other um it's a really a close-knit group but um you know as far as and also just the interest in being at a place like Bates um you know I was amazed that within a week you know we had many 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 applicants I won't even mention the exact number but um, you know, close to 100 applicants, I'd say, within within a week of posting the position. So, um, you know, it's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun learning, uh, you know, about uh, about the folks that that are involved and how uh, how important it is that they want to be at Bates. So, I think that says a lot about our program and about our institution. And then, obviously, this year another strong finish for Bates in the Directors Cup, 32nd, one of the better finishes uh, in in Bates history, uh, third best actually. Uh, in terms of your thoughts on this season uh, as a whole, seeing all our sports, what were some impressions you got, and what are you looking forward to most for next year? First of all, I think the thing that sticks with me is how hard our coaches and our student athletes work day in and day out, and how much actually it takes, and what goes into finishing, um, you know, in that top. 50 let's say in the director's cup and obviously last year we were at 20 so anytime you're not uh you know going up you're going down but uh 32 is still something to be very very proud of i think and and i think there were some uh, opportunities that if you ask the coaches and the student athletes that we probably left on the table a little bit this this year so i think that uh, the sky's the limit going forward next year i know we've had a really really good recruiting year across the board i think that the coaches are uh, excited about about the incoming first years in this in this large class that's coming in, and um, you know I think that uh, when you're up there, kind of at the top, uh, you know, and I would certainly say that top 50 or 100 is the top. You know that people are kind of gunning for you, so uh, so the pressure is on to to uh, keep the you know pedal to the metal, so to speak. But it's something I mean that you know I'm super proud of and being a new person here. Um, I know that folks who have been around the program a lot longer, you know, who have had a lot to do with it, should should certainly be proud of it and. And I think that uh, next year is going to be even better. Looking forward to next year, what are some more priorities that you have in your mind going into year two about well, what you want to see and what else you're going to be evaluating here moving forward for the athletic department? Yeah, I think that, you know, first of all, in year two, I'm going to definitely be able to, to delve a little more into the day-to-day operations of each sport. Um, you know, we were on the road a lot. We were doing a lot of meetings to trying to get, you know, just basics in, in place on our, our policies and procedures and our, our team in place. Um, as far as administrative staff. So, you know, really looking forward to, to being more involved in the day-to-day, you know, practice and, and, and contests of, of the teams. And I think fundraising is going to be key as we try to look towards building a new facility um, and keeping up with some of our competitors as far as being able to offer, you know, the best to our student-athletes, big focus on fitness, on sports medicine, um, on, on locker space and things like that that our, that our student-athletes, um, you know, certainly deserve the best in. So, um, that will be a big focus in year two, working with our advancement team um, to make sure that we are fundraising and, and, and staying on track with the planning for uh, for some new facilities. Um, 
and then uh, the other piece is really just getting our, our new staff kind of in place and, and getting our compliance operation, our club sports operation, our facilities operation kind of uh, up and running in the way we wanted to with our with our new staff. So I'm going to try and be as, as much of a support to them as I can. Um, and then, you know, there's always uh, one thing you know about this uh, this business is there's no typical day. So just when you make a plan, the plan changes. So uh, the key is to try and be in the best position so when that happens, you're ready to ready to call an audible, so to speak. Excellent. Well, any other thoughts on this year and um, that you wanted to share with us? Yeah, it's been a terrific year. I mean, uh, the community has, has welcomed me with open arms. It actually has flown by incredibly fast, even though, uh, you know, at times uh, it seemed like it was dragging on when you're, when you're in, a, in the throes of it, but uh, especially in that cold winter. Um, but sure enough, people said spring would come to Maine, and uh, they were not lying. It's beautiful now. We're excited about it. And... Um, no, it's really been an honor uh, for me to, to be here this year, and the way folks have welcomed me has been terrific, and I'm just looking forward to the future. I feel like you know the best is yet to come. The Bobcast is off until the fall sports season gets underway in September. But stick with GoBaitsBobcats.com for updates on Bates Athletics over the summer. Thanks for listening all year to the Bates Bobcast. <laughs>